Welcome to Midwifery Boards Over Tea. Hey guys, I'm Hannah. And I'm Molly. And today we're going to be talking about immediate postpartum LARC insertion. Effective counseling and education on postpartum return to fertility and a plan for contraceptive um, is a key part of any and all birthing people's antepartum and intrapartum care. Non-lactating women, on average, return to fertility 39 days after birth and may be able to become pregnant again before even having a menstrual period. Without an effective contraception plan, unintended and short interval pregnancies are more likely. In fact, about half of women report having unprotected intercourse before the standard six-week postpartum visit. Whether this accurately captures frequency of postpartum intercourse is hard to say, as many women do not attend their six-week postpartum visits at all. One 2014 study of Illinois Medicaid recipients found that less than 60% received postpartum care, while ACOG cites a rate of 10 to 40% on missed postpartum visits. First, kind of a note on terminology. While a lot of practices choose to initiate IUDs, quote-unquote postpartum IUDs at the six-week visit, um, sometimes called interval placement, immediate postpartum LARC insertion refers to an IUD that's placed during a woman's intrapartum hospital stay before her discharge home. Um, Post-placental insertion is kind of a subset of that, which refers specifically to placement while a woman is still in the delivery room. Today, we're going to be discussing specifically IUD insertions that occur before a woman is discharged home from her chosen site of birth. And here we just wanted to quickly cover some common techniques for placement so you know um, kind of how this is happening when women are um, in the hospital or birthing people are in the hospital. Um, most of the time we won't see folks placing these um, with the package insertion device like we learned to do um, in an outpatient setting. Um, often we are going to see providers um, using the IUDs to place them um, in the palm of the hand and then as you can see in that middle image um, are using a manual insertion at the top of the fundus with the hand. Um, another way to do this is using ring forceps. Um, and then a note on trimming strings, um, we're going to trim the strings in the same way we would in an outpatient visit, so that's two to three centimeters from the cervix, um, and then they can be retrimmed later on um, as needed with involution. Um, ACOG recommends a two to three week postpartum follow-up visit when you can check position and placement for an IUD. Um, at that time, it's also really important to talk um, to patients about checking their strings frequently once they've resumed intercourse. Um, and to return to the office and use a barrier method if they have concerns about expulsion or displacement of the IUD. IUD. So the literature on this topic is pretty well established and is comprised of several Cochrane reviews and large randomized control trials that span things like the effectiveness of the IUD when placed postpartum to placement during cesareans versus um, after vaginal deliveries. Um, they cover risk-benefit and then also timing of placement. These studies unequivocally cite this timing and method of contraception as safe for most women. Um, and they provide evidence for the extreme rarity of poor outcomes related to postpartum IUD insertion. Um, a review of the literature reveals that postpartum IUD placement is um, pretty much safe um, and effective for most patients. It's patient-centered. Um, the expulsion rate of a 
an IUD that is placed immediately postpartum or post-placentally um, is about 10 to 27%, and that's compared to 3 to 10% for users whose IUD was not placed immediately postpartum. Um, risk of expulsion is greater with vaginal deliveries than C-sections, um, and the risk of the expulsion is greatest in the first year after placement. Um, so in terms of perforation, what we're seeing is that there are about 2.2 instances per thousand insertions, um, and that that re risk is not increased by placement immediately postpartum versus uh, placement six months postpartum. Um, serious complications from using an IUD, such as an infection or injury, are extremely rare, um, and that this method of contraception is um, cost-effective um, because it's bundled in the pregnancy and postpartum care. Um, finally, uh, the effects on breastfeeding are no different um, than if you had the IUD placed um, at the interval timeline. So what do our experts say? Our major stakeholders, other than women or birthing people themselves, are the clinicians who provide intrapartum and women's health care, as well as institutions like hospitals and insurers. In 2016, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists released a committee opinion recommending that providers counsel women prenatally about the risks and benefits of immediate postpartum lurk insertion and offer it as an option for those who are interested. While ACNM does not have a specific statement on immediate postpartum LARC use, their statement on access to comprehensive sexual and reproductive health care affirms that economic and political barriers to contraception, including delay of care, may lead to unintended pregnancy and infringe on a woman's right to timely health care and the highest attainable level of health. So our first viewpoint um, for this issue is that immediate postpartum placement of um, IUDs, both hormonal and copper IUDs, is not only safe, it is an effective way to prevent future unintended pregnancies and safely space future desired pregnancies. Um, most major societies and organizations are citing the 2016 ACOG committee opinion in their position statements and recommendations, but I also want to go through um, sort of individually what different organizations are saying. Um, so ACOG obviously unequivocally endorses this, um, saying immediate postpartum LARC should be offered as an effective option for postpartum contraception, um, and that is directly from that committee opinion. Um, like Molly said, the ACNM um, does not explicitly endorse postpartum IUD placement, um, but endorses the concept of it with um, some wording in their other position statements. Um, their position on adolescent health care is that opposition to any limitations on access to essential services, such as family planning, um, should not be allowed, basically. Um, AWAN endorses postpartum placement of IUDs and in fact has a posi position statement covering insurance coverage for these contraceptives. Um, they um, offer support for insurance coverage for LARCs in general and then LARC insertion in the immediate postpartum period. Um, AAFP and STFM endorse um, but recommend increased training um, for family practice providers. Um, what we are seeing, um, and Molly will talk about this a bit more in the next slide, is that when there is hesitancy to do this, a lot of it has to do um, with feelings of lack of experience or knowledge. Um, 
This is a position that is also endorsed by the CDC um, and then by the Association of State and Territorial Health Officials, um, citing that this is a public health issue um, because rapid repeat pregnancies um, or pregnancies that occur within 18 months of each other are linked to various adverse health outcomes, including placental abruption, preterm birth, placenta previa, and low birth weight. So let's talk about some of the major viewpoints that are advocating against immediate postpartum IUD insertion. Beyond institutional barriers, which we'll go more into on a later slide, providers may not be comfortable with immediate postpartum insertion. A nationally representative survey of midwives published in the Journal of Midwifery and Women's Health found that many had significant knowledge gaps about the appropriateness of immediate postpartum LARC use in specific clinical scenarios. IUDs placed in the postpartum period do have a significantly higher risk of expulsion, and it may be as high as one in four, which may be associated with increased follow-up appointments and costs for removal and replacement. Anecdotally, some providers believe that the physiologic process of involution with the relatively softer uterus gradually contracting as it returns to the pelvic cavity makes early IUD placement unwise. Although one 2003 study conducted in Turkey concluded that it's safest to wait until six months postpartum to place IUDs, the study's actual results found that the increased risk of perforation did not apply to IUDs placed postplacentally, but rather to insertion from zero to three months and three to six months. A more recent 2017 analysis of the data from the European Active Surveillance Study of Intrauterine Devices concluded that the absolute risk of complete intrauterine complete uterine perforation by postpartum IUDs is low, while acknowledging that recent birth or current breastfeeding um, are both independent risk factors for perforation. Even so, the authors concluded that public health benefits of preventing unplanned and short interval pregnancies outweigh the risks. Because of the theoretical risks, I've seen providers suggest offering a depot shot before discharge to prevent pregnancy as an alternate to placement of an immediate postpartum IUD. And then we think it's important to include a third viewpoint, um, which is a case that is true with a lot of contraceptive methods, um, which is that religious or philosophical stances of patients, providers, and health systems may preclude immediate postpartum um, placement of IUDs, but also just of LARCs in general. Many facilities who are um, religiously affiliated um, may not have IUDs on their campus and available for postpartum placement. Um, so that's just a third position to consider. Despite ACOG's 2016 endorsement, many intrapartum providers are not comfortable offering immediate postpartum LARC insertion. One survey of 794 midwives found that only 1 in 10 felt confident about their ability to insert IUDs immediately postpartum. Most have never done an immediate postpartum or postplacental insertion at all. One common cost-associated difficulty has been getting discrete reimbursement for IUD insertion. In some cases, an IUD insertion performed during the immediate postpartum period was included in the overarching global fee for maternity care, which, as Hannah mentioned, can help make it more cost-effective for patients in some cases. But on the flip side, this can present a financial challenge to the practices. 
In 2016, a federal Medicaid policy bulletin recommended that immediate postpartum LARC insertions be unbundled from the global fee to encourage practices and providers to offer a full range of contraceptive services. You may have heard that some practices will stock IUDs in their offices and can insert them immediately upon request, while others require a counseling visit and then schedule a later insertion visit. In these cases, IUDs are ordered only when patients request them and will be billed to their insurance because if the practices were to order the IUDs up front, unused devices would have to be thrown out at a financial loss to the practice rather than a cost billed to the insurance of the patient. Other barriers include requirements for prior authorization, expecting women to fail another contraceptive method before IUD use, or not reimbursing for replacement or reinsertion, which is particularly relevant to immediate postpartum insertions given the higher expulsion rate. Ultimately, you can check whether the state you practice in has published specific guidance on Medicaid reimbursement for postpartum LARC. ACOG has a published comprehensive list of state-by-state -state policies. So just to summarize, the recommendations for uh, immediate postpartum and postplacental placement of IUDs are that it is safe and convenient. Um, we know that complications are exceedingly rare and we know that patients aren't pregnant when we place them. Um, there is decreased pain associated with uh, postpartum IUD insertion, especially if an epidural is in use or if it is during a c-section. Um, and we know that uh, insertion is relatively fast compared to the outpatient setting. Um, Postpartum placement of IUDs um, improves pregnancy spacing um, and decreases uh, related adverse outcomes to short pregnancy spacing. Um, it helps prevent future unintended pregnancies. Um, we know that it removes some barriers to access um, related to social determinants. So especially if we know that patients are going to have challenges in getting back to their postpartum visits for contraception, um, this could be a really great option for those patients. Um, postpartum um, and postplacental uh, IUD insertion is especially indicated if it is in unintended adolescent pregnancy. Um, it reduces the risk of rapid repeat pregnancy by about 70% in adolescents. Um, and immediate postpartum placement has a rate of 2.6 rapid uh, repeat pregnancy versus about 18% repeat in interval placements. Um, and then there's no difference um, in terms of lactation and breastfeeding from interval placement. So um, placing an IUD, whether it is hormonal or copper, um, is not going to change um, the rate of success for mom's breastfeeding or their milk production compared to that interval placement. So for our recommendations against all women who are offered immediate postpartum LARC insertion really need to be counseled about the risks and benefits so they can make informed choices according to their own personal priorities. Um, for women who getting a repeat IUD is really the worst thing they can imagine, they may not be as good of a candidate given the higher expulsion rate. Uh, so that really needs to be covered very well in their prenatal counseling um, and during that antepartum visit. 
There are a few major contraindications to immediate postpartum large placement, namely an active intrauterine infection, such as choreo, endometritis, or purpural sepsis. Um, and then an active postpartum hemorrhage would be a reason not to place an IUD in that immediate uh, post-placental or immediate postpartum period. Otherwise, in the absence of sepsis, IUD insertion is not associated with an increased risk of bleeding or infection. So what kind of information is available to consumers out there? What is the internet telling us when we Google about these things? Fortunately, accurate information about immediate postpartum IUD insertion is pretty readily available. A Google search of, can I get an IUD right after giving birth, brings back consumer-focused writing that weighs risks and benefits and affirms that immediate postpartum LARC is a good option for many people. Uh, one of the top results is an ACOG patient resource at FAQ, and overall, a quick review doesn't look like there's any broad misinformation out there. So what is the beef with immediate postpartum IUD insertion? It's ultimately about provider comfort, risk management, anecdotal experience, and philosophical conflict. Ultimately, it's a safe form of postpartum contraception, and timing has minimal risks associated. And so that's postpartum IUD insertion in a nutshell. Thanks so much for listening. You can check out the resources that we use to make this episode on our show notes and find links to our other great podcast episodes. And as always, we hope this is common sense, but the content in this podcast should not be used in lieu of speaking with a healthcare provider and should not be substituted for medical or nursing advice. Thanks for listening to MB Over Tea. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. For more information, you can head over to our Instagram page at mb underscore over tea.